0: My name's Jonathan Nato, and I'm a blind guy.
1: Hey, everybody. I'm Hamad Zaidi, and I have a disability.
0: And this is Limping on Cloud Nine.
1: Yes, it is. Jonathan, you know where I am right now?
0: I am guessing you're in Cannes. You're at Cannes.
1: I'm in Cannes, France. I'm at the Cannes Film Festival, and I'm in my little, 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 little booth at the Cannes Film Market, and if anyone disbelieves me, they can walk by... The Palais Booth 2001, and look for Lonely Seal Releasing, and that is where you will find me coming to you live from the south of France.
0: Nice. I, I should have opened up saying, uh, je Jonathan Nadeau.
1: And I'd say, no French, I'm sorry, I <laughs> English. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, man? Good, How have you good, been?
0: Good. Everything's going pretty well. I'm, uh, you know, I've, I've had a few bumps in the road for the past week or two, but uh, other than that, I can't complain.
1: Yeah, I've had more than a few bumps you know, on the plane on the way here, <laughs> which is what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> so I promised our listeners a few weeks ago that I would do at least two to three podcasts from Ken yeah, and or about can. so this is just part one.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hey, right? hey before we get to that, I, I know you, have, uh, you mentioned before how you have a, a slight Dr. Pepper addiction, <laughs> I was wondering what is what is the, uh, the the stock of Dr Pepper like in the south of France? I wonder if that's hard to get a hold of.
1: You know, I've yet to find it this trip, oh, and that's kind of sad.
0: Oh man! That,
1: that that's kind of sad, but th- there is a silver lining. I yeah. I I also love Coca Cola, not as much as Dr Pepper, but I do like Coca Cola. Okay. And. And 50 feet away from my booth is the buyer's lounge for people that buy and sell movies.
2: Oh, okay. And
1: in that lounge, there is a free stock of a lot of Coca-Cola. Oh, well, there right? you go. <laughs> so, so I don't have to spend five euros for a can like other people do. I just slide into the buyer's lounge, get my morning Coke, my afternoon Coke, my late afternoon Coke, and my evening Coke. <laughs>
0: In my in-between Coke.
1: <laughs> in my in-between Coke. Now, for those of you out there saying, God, that guy's going to get diabetes. Yeah, I might. I might. But I will tell you this. I don't finish anything, like, when it comes to soft drinks. Yeah. I only, yeah. I only drink them until they get lukewarm and then throw them away. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so if I drink five, I'm probably drinking one and a half.
0: Okay. Yeah. That, that makes, so you might drink a quarter or a third of, of each one probably
1: yeah yeah I mean it's really good when it's cold, but yeah. when it's not cold I, I don't care anymore
0: yeah no i i hear you so 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 the how how has you know how is the travel like you know how is the plane ride how's you know get your luggage and all that stuff you know how, how did all that go
1: yeah well let's start with this i um get certain credit cards because they come with certain benefits sure
2: sure
0: right
1: and and one of my credit cards creates a platinum membership with delta airlines okay so when i got the airline ticket on air france air france is a partner with delta so i knew i could check in through the first class line even though i was not going first class at all right (laughs) Right, yeah (laughs) (laughs) and it was just kind of funny I I set all this up, I and mean, I'm a member of Global Entry that allows you to pass the customs lines. Oh yeah, you kind of
0: you kind of do all your stuff ahead of time. They have it all in file, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, right. And then you just lay your fingerprints down, and then you you go through. Yeah, right? yeah. So I was going with my sister this year, who's also a filmmaker, and I was just thinking, you know what? We're gonna keep this easy. We're gonna go on a partner airline so I can go through the first class line, even though I'm just going coach.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: And everything's going to be easy. So we get get to LAX, Los Angeles Airport, and it was a mess, 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 mess. Now, here's why. LAX is over 50 years old, the airport. Mm. But two days before we were flying, and this is not a joke, it's true. Two days before we were flying, they decided to change all of the terminal numbers. Oh, no. So we get to Air France, we ask for the first-class line, they give it to us, so we slide through that. Then we go up to security, Jonathan, and there is, like, like a Super Bowl line. I mean, it was crazy, right? Yeah. Just, like, 2,000 people just jammed like cattle trying to get through the security line. Yeah. Right? And so my sister looks at me, I look at her, and I'm like, man... There's got to be a way around this. I mean, my God, I'm disabled. There's got to be a way around this.
2: <laughs> right? Right?
1: <laughs> and so I look all around, and then I see in the far corner, there's like a big blue disabled sign, you know, the wheelchair sign.
2: Yeah, yep.
1: So I walk around with with my sister. We I limp around the line. And right in front of me is a woman in a wheelchair that's being pushed by security who, who gets to cut the line. Yeah. So I limp up to security, and, and I'm politely asking them to open the, uh, you know, the, um, the rope so I can get through. Yeah. And TSA, this guy from, from TSA, comes up to me really loudly to make a scene, and he starts waving his arms, and he's like, no way in hell are you going through this line. No way.
2: Oh, and, man.
1: And, and I looked at him, and, it, you know, and I'm like, I'm disabled, man. My whole left side. And he just looks at me, and he's like, no, I don't care. No way. I don't care. He's like, nobody gets through my line. And I'm like, well, what about that really big six-foot disabled sign two feet away from you, the big blue sign that says, you know, people with, with accessibility issues go through this line? Yeah, yeah. He looks at the sign, and he goes, I don't know, man. I don't know. And, and he goes, I'm not letting anybody through. Then I pointed at the lady just right behind him in a wheelchair. Yeah. Right?
2: Yeah.
1: Right? And it just reminded me, and, and he goes, you need to go to the back of the line. And then I probably shouldn't have done this, man, but I got a little upset. I didn't yell because I'm always afraid of anyone with a gun. Yeah,
2: right? Right. yeah. So, Especially like, someone being
1: 12 kidding? bucks an hour like,
0: with a gun. <laughs> right,
2: exactly.
1: I just kind of looked at him and I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You're going to block me from the disabled line when it's most obvious that I have a disability?
2: Right, right.
1: And I walked tangled and blah, 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 blah. And, and so he let me through, finally. Man. Right?
0: Did, did anyone and, and else have to come over, or did, what, did he finally?
1: No, I just think that all these other people were giving him looks like, what are you doing? Like, or really, what are you doing? You know? Yeah, yeah. And here's a funny thing. As he let me through, my sister, who's got a tremendous sense of humor, she turned to me and she goes, you know, it's like your podcast, man. You're just not disabled enough. (laughs) (laughs) Great line. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the flight was wonderful. Air France is really kind. It was was great. But, but, man, we had like a two-year-old sitting behind us. Yeah. Just screaming the entire... And
0: the the parent wasn't doing anything?
1: The whole flight, this little girl is crying. And I look back, and her mom is asleep, man. Oh, man. And and her dad is spending his whole time trying to, you know, take care of the girl. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: And
1: all I'm thinking is, I can't yell at you because I have kids myself. And I really feel sorry for you because you got this little kid that doesn't know what's going on. She's on a flight. You know, the air pressure's different. I'm right. sure she's freaking yeah. out.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: And so, obviously, that part of the flight sucked.
2: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> you know? <laughs> so then, Jonathan, we get to Cannes, and when we need to get our credentials, you know, our, our badges that proves that we have the right to go into the festival and all that. Yeah, yeah. We had to go to Left Luggage, because they, don't, don't, they won't allow you to bring your big bags, you know. To the, to the market. Okay. So we go over to this area to leave our luggage there, right? Yeah. And, and there's security guys. And man, let me tell you, I'm not exaggerating. There's like army guys here with machine guns. And really? Tons, tons of them. No kidding. I mean, hundreds of them. So there's all these guys in, you know, green fatigues with machine guns walking around. And then we go to left luggage and... I give them my luggage. I'm trying to show them that all I have is a computer bag, right, and some some posters. Right. And the guy, he looks at me. He doesn't speak English. And then I don't understand what he wants because it looks like he wants me to, like, step back five feet. Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, whatever you need, man. I just have this little bag. And then finally, he points at another guy with a very big gun (laughs) and with... And with a, uh, a dog, a German Shepherd.
2: Oh, right? yeah, yeah.
1: And then he goes, you step back. You step away. We must check your bag for explosives. Oh, and man. Like, and I'm like, how nice. Check my bag for explosives. <laughs> <laughs> Although... Although I wasn't the only one, man. He was checking oh, okay, other people okay. as well. okay, <laughs> but, but, But still, it was just kind of very directed. Like, we need to check your bag for explosives. Yeah, no, psh, and man. So we went through that experience, and then I thought things were calmed down. But then a couple of days later, the security woman sees, you know, she wands me. Yeah. And my iPhone goes off, right? okay. And then she looks at the other security guy and she's like, it's just an iPhone. It's just a phone, right? Yeah, yeah. And and the the security guy gives her a look and he's like, it's not the gun?
0: Oh, (laughs) man.
2: It's like, come on, people.
1: (laughs) First of all, I was thinking, I'm not the only brown guy here. There's a lot of brown guys here. this, this, This festival is... And I'm not the only disabled guy here either. Right, right. But, you know, but this festival is like 80,000 people. So wow. it's a lot yeah, of people. That's so and, people. and it's international, yeah. meaning there's people from, you know, many countries around the world, the Middle East, the South Asia, everywhere. Yeah,
2: yeah. Right?
1: I just found that really funny, man. And, it, and I know it's a product of the environment we live in. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, high security because of all the terrorist threats over the years. But it's just interesting to me. And, you know, actually, something else happened this morning, literally this morning, where I was running late for the train.
0: Say say it isn't so. (laughs) What's that? I said, say it isn't so. You were running late for something?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, there's a theme here. There's definitely a theme here. So I was running late for a train, and if I missed it, I would have had to either Uber, which is, you know, a lot more expensive, Yeah, Yeah. or Or just wait two hours for another train. Yeah. So I was running, and I had my my dress shirt in my hand because I didn't have time to put it on. Okay. I get to the, the train station, and the train is 30 seconds away, and I'm the only one in line. And I tell the lady, I need a ticket to Cannes, right? Yeah. And she's like, too late. And I'm like, no, it's not too late. And then as I'm telling her it's not too late, the train comes in. Right. Yeah. And then and then she starts effing with me, man. She's like, "Where do you want to go?" And I said, "Can." And she goes, "Where do you want to go?" As a train is loading. Come on. And then I'm like, "Really?" And then my sister is already on the train, so I just took out two euro fifty and just slid it under the the barrier that she had. And I'm like, "Please give me my ticket." And she's like, "It's too late." I'm like, "I don't care. Give me my ticket." And then when she was printing it, she just slowly. Like, you ever see the movies Utopia?
2: Yes, yes. <laughs>
0: you know,
1: the, the, the slot scene. Yeah, in, in right? the, uh,
0: in the uh, DMV.
1: <laughs> yeah, the slot scene in the DMV. Yeah. And you know what's funny? Let me just interject. Jonathan listens to movies. Exactly. It, if there's people out there saying, "Wait a minute! I thought he was blind. He can't watch movies, <laughs> but he does listen to them." Yeah, right?
0: I, yeah. There, I don't think so, there's a there's a law against blind people People have said that too when I mentioned, "Oh yeah, I saw that movie." Like what? You watch movies? I'm like, yeah. Why not? Like, well,
1: you know. well, you know what's funny, Jonathan? You use that word a lot. Yeah, I, I don't even like, notice oh, it. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I, you, I, yeah, I saw your email, Hamad. Right. Yeah. And I'm thinking well. You know, you read my email. You didn't see
0: it. but, <laughs> but well, So did Dolly have her ticket ahead, ahead of you then? Or
1: Yeah, Do- Dolly's always on time. Okay. Late <laughs> she,
0: <laughs> she left you at the hotel and was like, I'm out of here. I- <laughs>
1: she, you know, yeah, at the hotel. She's like, you're, in, you're still in the shower. I'm gone. See you later. Right. But you know what, man? I love France. I love it a lot. I mean, I've been here. This is my 15th time at the Cannes Film Festival. <laughs> But I've I've also been to uh Mipcom eight times and Mip T V seven times. Mm. So I've I've been in this area thirty times. Man. So obviously it's a place I love a lot. Yeah, yeah. You know?
0: Now can and I think Can is near go ahead. Can is near the ocean, right? Is is it on the coast?
1: Can is on the ocean. Okay. Uh, so the festival's on the ocean. Where okay. I am right now, right behind me, is the Mediterranean Sea. Wow. That, yeah. I know
0: you mentioned before that you had a favorite restaurant. I think it was called, like, Shrimp Something. So do you, have, have you been eating a lot of seafood down there?
1: I have been eating a lot of seafood here. Yeah. Um, La Pizza is, like, the best pizza place. That's, it's opened in 1956, so I guess it's 61 years old now. Oh, wow. We just, we just had lunch there, oh, like, okay. an hour ago. Okay. And... And there's another place called Cafe Roma that's open till 3 o'clock in the morning that's incredible. But you know what I do? See, my experience from, from at Cannes is very different than most. Mm. A lot of people, a lot of people, after they go to, you know, I've been going to these amazing parties every night, which yeah. is awesome. <laughs> but. But I don't drink. So to me, going to a party is to get a Coke and to eat chocolate. Yeah, yeah. I was going to have, I, I was gonna say, right. you're probably
0: the only one that remembers the party.
1: <laughs> and my sister doesn't drink either. So we're remembering the party and everyone else is right. <laughs> not remembering the party. So, so the funny thing is, we have a tradition that at the end of the night, you know what we do? Mm. We go to Hagendas. Nice. We go to Haagen-Dazs and get a big fat ice cream. That's awesome. So uh, so while other people are are popping champagne bottles in, you know, fine restaurants until four in the morning, I'm eating a uh, uh, macadamia nut brittle and salt sea caramel, three scoops of Haagen-Dazs ice cream with (laughs) caramel and chocolate.
0: My wife would love the salt sea and caramel
1: one. Yeah, it's pretty amazing stuff. It is really, really, really fun stuff. So what's going on, man? you have any questions for me?
0: Uh, let's see. Uh, have you run into any, like, I, I know you mentioned kind of a, like a few awesome things that have happened before it can. Like, I, I you know they had like the the Jaws viewing where they put like the screen in the ocean and you watch, like people watch Jaws that way. I know you, you threw like that party for Julian um, uh, Lennon. Uh, has any crazy stuff like that been going on? I
1: mean... Yeah, crazy stuff, not not yet this year. You know, this year, I think they were... Sh- I'm not sure what they were showing. Somebody told me they were showing Saturday Night Fever uh, on on Saturday night. Oh, okay. Right? All right, yeah. On, on, on the sand, I think. But I wasn't... I was at a party that at that time. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, they they show free screenings on the beach for, like, the people of Cannes. Oh, okay. okay. You know, to be able to do something. But you know what we're doing tomorrow night? We, we are going, we're doing the red carpet thing, so I'm oh, going to have nice. another, it's, it's, it's going to be awesome.
0: That's cool. That's me, really cool.
1: Me, Wonder Phil, and my sister Dolly are all walking up the red carpet tomorrow night. Nice. And the, mo- the movie is a 70th anniversary, to this year's the 70th anniversary of the Cannes Film Festival.
0: Yeah.
1: So I think it's a retrospective of the 70 years. Okay, that's cool. Hey, you know, you should say hi to Dolly real quick. Yeah, definitely. You, you can interview her for a little bit. I am <laughs> going to give her the headphones. So All I'm right, going to step away for one second and put her in the chair. We'll okay? see
0: what embarrassing stuff she can say about you.
1: Absolutely. She has a lot of embarrassing <laughs> stuff she can say about me. Don't worry. Hold, hold on one second, okay? Yeah. Here, get in the chair. Hey, Jonathan. It's Dolly. How are
3: you? Good. How are
0: you doing? Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Can you hear me?
3: I can hear you. What's okay.
0: up? Hey, how's everything going? You're 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 being recorded right now. You're on the podcast, so okay. <laughs> Just give, you, yeah, give, okay. give you give you give you fair warning. <laughs> so so the uh, so you're you're younger than Haman, right?
3: No, I'm actually the older sister oh, who you're... put up with Haman for you know all his life. Ah,
0: there you go, there you go. So so like what what was it like with Haman? Like as a you know as a kid, like eight years old, 10, 12, like. Was he... Uh, did he annoy you? Did Would you do things to him to annoy him? Like, what was that like?
3: Okay, our classic best fight ever would be that, like, um, Hamad and I, we had a love-hate relationship. But, you know, as we've grown up, we'll still maybe once every five years have a fight yeah. now. Yeah. But, it, but it, otherwise, it's like we're very fun and loving. Like, he'll, he's very funny, as you guys know. Yeah, absolutely. He makes me laugh all the time. But the classic one two classic things and he was about I'm actually 3 years older than Hamad. So when he was about maybe 7 or 8, mm. I used to do those paint by numbers. So I would spend months on doing my paint by numbers. And when it was done, I would put it up on my dresser to dry and Hamad would like patiently watch I'm working on it, wait and watch, wait and watch. And the moment the painting was done, he'd take his finger And he'd take it from the top down to the bottom and destroy it. Oh, man. (laughs) Just the kind of stuff. And then I'd run after him, grab the back of his shirt, and my fingernails would go down his back. So we would both be in trouble, you know? Yeah. And then once I did that, like once I um, grabbed him from behind, his shirt from behind, I took off on my bike thinking I'm going to get away. And Hamad threw a dart, and it landed right in my heel.
2: Oh my so, goodness! <laughs>
3: so he was like constantly in trouble for stuff that he would do. Like he was constantly in trouble for doing this kind of stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah. So like you wouldn't, you wouldn't like take it easy on him. You wouldn't be like, well, I'm not gonna pick on Hamad because you know, look at him, he's disabled. Like you know, that's oh, that's no. just that that's just mean. You know.
3: No, we were we were we were just as bad back to him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what's great, like Haman has talked about, you know, your guys' parents like just Never treating him like oh well you're you're you know, you have this disability, it's okay, Hamad, you don't have to do that. Your your parents are like, no, we don't care. You're you're gonna be treated just like a normal kid and if it takes you longer, you'll have to do it, you gotta find a different way to get things done. And exactly. You know, yeah. And
3: that's how we always treated him. Like we to this day, we don't see the disability. Like we're disability blind. Yeah. We've yeah. never seen it because that's how we were raised. Yeah. And you know, we're all three of us are actually very tight, we're very close with each other. And, like, you know, we have our different things that we do together. Like, both of us, it's our film. And, you know, like, um, for my sister, she has her own stuff with Hamad. Yeah. And then Hamad and I have our film and in the industry type of things. But, like, going to concerts, like, she used to actually be jealous that we traveled together so much. Because it's like when we were single, both of us traveled together all the time and did... You know Europe, and when I, in fact, when I graduated from film school, even though I'm older than him, I graduated. I went to school after he did. Oh, okay. And I, I have my MFA in screenwriting, and I'm a writer and director. So afterwards, when I graduated, his gift to me and my son was that three of the uh, three of us actually went to the. Uh, where do we go? To the Aruba. Caribbean, to Aruba.
0: Nice. Aruba for a week. That's awesome.
3: So, yeah. So we do, and he actually taught my son how to ride his bike.
0: That's awesome so, too. Like,
3: Yeah, when he was, like, four. So we would do all different kinds of things together. But, like, growing up in Kansas, totally, he he was always in trouble. Like, he would do crazy stuff. (laughs) Crazy. Like, he knew that you're supposed to grease the, you know, your bike, like, the tires and stuff. But he would, like, take oil, cooking oil, and he greased the entire bike from the, you know, handlebars (laughs) all the way down to the tires. And then, God knows why, sugared it. Like, put sugar on everything. (laughs) And it's like, that stuff never came off. Like, we tried and tried. <laughs> oh, man. And stuff never came off. So he would do stuff like that.
0: Oh, man. And that...
3: you, I'm sure you know, like, how much he loves Dr. Pepper oh, in, yeah. in college. He was my roommate in college for a year. We had this gorgeous brand-new apartment in Austin. So we were going to UT at the time. Yeah. Like, I graduated from UT. Okay. And so he was... Um, Going to school with me for a while, and we had a brand new apartment. And every week, he would spill Dr. Pepper on the carpet. Oh and I would man. Pick out. So, we ended up making friends with the carpet guy, the carpet cleaner for their <laughs> yeah, place. Yeah. And then he would come and clean the carpet for me every week because of him on. That's funny.
0: <laughs> oh man, that is so funny. I just
1: finish your thought. It's
3: okay. So, anyways, this is so fun. He's back now. It was really fun talking to you, Johnson. Yeah, it was, it
0: was great having you on. Thanks for your time and enjoy the rest of the can.
3: I will. Here he is. Bye.
0: Hey, Johnson. Hey, how's it going?
1: Good. You know, what I did so we don't disturb people is I put my computer against the wall in the corner. Yeah. With these, with these headphones on? Yeah. And as I was trading spots with Dolly to my headphones, it reminded me of that old TV show MASH, right? Oh yeah,
0: yeah, totally, totally. My mom loved <laughs> that show. I can remember being like little and seeing that show on TV.
1: Well it reminds me, I love that show. What reminds me is when we were kids, Dolly wrote Radar Letter and he never wrote her back. <laughs> 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 oh man. Anyway. Anyway. The reason I wanted to do a couple podcasts about going to cannes is because you know we we you and I always hear about the things that people don't think we can do, and it's not that big of a deal to travel, yeah, yeah. you,
0: know? yeah, no, I totally. think
1: everybody should
0: absolutely, yeah, I mean you know like you mentioned there was a lady in a wheelchair that was obviously going somewhere, so
1: oh yeah there's dude there's. A lot of um, people with disabilities here. Quite a few. Yeah. Now the difference is one thing that you need to cherish about the United States is ADA laws are really good in the U.S.
0: Yeah, and and over there they're kind of like, I, I I I don't know if that's uh, this would be putting it sort of politically correct or whatever, but I, w- I would assume maybe people with disabilities maybe over in Europe or that you know part of the country of you know, the world. Is it more people with disabilities are kind of like second-class citizens type of thing?
1: Well, I wouldn't say they're second-class citizens. I would not say that. But you know what I would say, though? Is in America, if you're in a wheelchair, you skip the line.
0: Sure, sure.
1: Right? Here, you don't.
0: Okay, you got to wait with everyone else.
1: Yeah and, yeah, and you know, when I was with somebody in a wheelchair a couple years ago, at Ken, filmmaker I met, and we were in line for something, and I'm like, can't we just cut through the line? And they go well. Your friend has a seat, so he's not in pain. So you guys can wait. I'm <laughs> wow, <They> can... <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's kind of nuts. But you know, one thing we have to do, Jonathan, mm. we need to do a road trip. You and me.
0: Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. and, and You know, it's funny you mentioned like you know, people, you know, you should travel. People with disabilities, you know, travel and do. I, I'm not not that I I haven't wanted to, but I've actually. I haven't really gone too far from my sort of neck of the woods. I mean, I've gone to Ohio, Maine, you know, I, I went down to like Virginia Beach once. That was like in high school for I was in the jazz band in high school. There's this competition, but I've I've never actually flown on a plane ever.
1: Oh, my God. Are you kidding me?
0: No, and I mean, not, you know, not because I didn't want to, but just it's not I've never I don't know. There's been nothing where I've I've had to. So
1: here, here, Here's the perfect world. Let me tell you what the perfect world is. We're going to keep talking about how much I love Porsche until Porsche get sponsors this podcast. <laughs> right? And then I'm going to fly to Connecticut and pick you up. And we're going to take the sponsored Porsche down to Florida. Totally. And, and you and I will drive. But you know something else I want to do with you? Mm. Honestly, mm. I, I'm not kidding. I want to go to the Utah Salt Flats with you. mm And let you drive. That would be cool. You can't hit it. Yeah. You can't hit anything. Yeah, there's
0: nothing out there. Yeah, that would be cool. There's nothing there. Totally. You can
1: just be like, Jonathan, just go straight.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or what you think, or or what you perceive straight to be.
2: (laughs) Whatever you perceive straight to be.
1: (laughs) So, um, anyway, just to wrap up, I just wanted to say I am in Cannes with my sister Dolly, who's also known as Najla. I guess Najla is her real name. But uh, I've always known her as Dolly. And when I, I have a couple more things I want to talk about on other podcasts to deal with Ken. Yeah. But for now, I just wanted to jump in and talk about the trip here and yeah. what we're doing.
0: Yeah, one, one other thing, too. Dolly was the sister with you at the um, the New Year's Eve party with Adam Goldberg and Nikki Katz, right?
1: Yeah, she was. Did yeah. you mention that to no, her?
0: You no, know, I totally forgot about it. What, what, okay, I'm
1: going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to put her back on because okay. I want you to ask her her opinion of that. Okay, okay. okay and she and she doesn't know what I'm talking about so I'll I'll get her back on for okay. one second and then you can talk to her about it okay okay she's something.
2: I'm back
1: hey
0: dolly how you doing hey, good hey uh, i f- i forgot to ask you one thing when when i had jona and uh and hamad jot in my memory a, a, a bunch of episodes ago it was one of the first few episodes Hamad did he talked about this New Year's Eve party he went to with you um, and his uh, his other friend it was the New Year's Eve party with Nikki Katz and Adam Goldberg
3: yes that was so funny it was so much fun Like and, and basically we got invited to this, what we thought was this big fancy Hollywood party yeah. so we were both totally dressed up he had a, a tux or a suit on I had a gown on. We took a bottle of champagne, and it ends up, it's like these three six or four, six guys and me on the beach, and they're in jeans and T-shirts, and they're two, <laughs> two gigantic dogs. And it was like Adam Goldberg was there, and he was really, really cool, and Nikki Katz, and then a couple other actors who are probably big now. I don't know. I don't remember who they were. Mm. And then um, the other guy, Hamad's friend, and us. But it was one of the most fun New Year Eves ever. And one thing that Adam did that I still do to this day, Adam had a, a um journal with him, and I journal every day too. It's kind of my thing to mm. when I look back, I can see what I was thinking at that time in my life. Mm. And so I've done it since I was about ten years old. And oh, I have wow. the old journals are hilarious. <laughs> but like now yeah. so, but to that day, what Adam did was he gave us he um he had his journal with him, so he pulled out pieces of paper. And he gave us all a piece of paper and he said, now first write down everything you're letting go that you don't want to carry into the next year and then write down everything you want for the ne- the new year. Mm. And so at mid- midnight, we did that. We wrote everything down and we first burned, there was a big fireplace with a roaring fire. So we first burned all the pieces of paper of everything yeah, we were letting go of. And then we burned everything that we wanted for the new year. Oh wow! So that was really cool. And yeah. it was a really fun thing. And then months later... Adam was on some home show where it, he was basically um they were basically going around looking at his new house he had just purchased a new house and yeah. they were seeing how it was decorated and so the woman asked him, well, what'd you do on New Year's Eve? Or, or Tell us, like, the best New Year's Eve you've ever had. And Adam goes, oh, well, I have this New Year's Eve. It was at a friend's house in Malibu this past year, and it was, like, five or six guys and this girl, and we had so much fun. It was, like, the best one ever. So I well, couldn't I believe it. Like, he was talking about it." Yeah, yeah,
0: that's awesome. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, really cool. Yeah, it was cool. really cool. Yeah, I was just saying, like, Haman thought it was going to be this big Hollywood bash also, and you're going to meet all these people. He, he mentioned how he had, like, all these business cards made up that he's gonna hand out, and uh... oh yeah, I mean we
3: had like a <laughs> bottle of like the most expensive champagne that we took in a box, and literally six guys oh, wow. in like torn up t-shirts and jeans, and the <laughs> two mangy, you know, mangy gigantic dogs, Man. and then us. Man. But it was like so much fun. We had such a good time because it was very intimate, so it was really fun. Yeah. I talk to Hamad again. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that's perfect. Thanks again for all your right, time.
3: All right. Sure. Here he is.
0: Okay. All right, that you know, that, Hamad. I mean, this sounds like you guys are having fun. It was great. It was great having uh, Dahlia on in here and her uh, perspective of of little Hamad and <laughs> and uh, you know, sh- shenanigans. You, you know, it's
1: weird. You know, it's weird about that. She's the first person outside of you and me that have ever been on any one of our podcasts.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, we'll have to, we'll have, to have on uh, your. Young, I think your younger sister's Mona, right?
1: Yeah, Mona's yeah. younger. I need to make sure she gets on. Yeah, at well, some point. yeah, we'll no. have
0: to have her on at some point. But she'll
1: be like, she'll roll her eyes and say, "Of course, Dolly gets to do this before I do." Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> she doesn't know they had to like convince Dolly and drag her over here and say, "Get on the podcast. We need to talk to you."
0: No, it sounds like you guys are having a ball, and I, you know, hope you guys enjoy the rest of your time there. You know, we, we talk about toys accessible, so check out toysaccessible.com. It's a website that you know meets the needs with uh with kids that have various disabilities. These toys are created and manufactured with disabilities in mind. So, you know, children that are deaf, blind, uh, low motor skills, learning disabilities, uh, autistic, all, all kinds of things like that. These toys are built specifically for that. So if you have a loved one or, you know, have a friend or, you know, maybe uh, you know, someone you've kind of crossed paths with mentioned something, check out toysaccessible.com and that will meet all of your, you know, the, ch- the children's uh, play needs. So check out toysaccessible.com.
1: Yeah, thank you for that. And if you want to reach out to me or Jonathan, please email us at info at dot 9com That's info at dot That is the number nine, not spelled out.
0: Yeah, and uh, don't forget, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, YouTube, uh, probably any other sort of Android podcasting app. A lot of those will grab the feeds from those various places so pretty much we're everywhere and anywhere so you know thank you all for subscribing listening downloading you know tweeting facebook you can find us on twitter and facebook you know thank you everyone that's been downloading and sharing and uh i think that's about it so thank you all for listening and downloading and we will talk to you next episode see ya